Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Okay, let's get into it. We was going to raise the offering right now, but I want to I get into this, this, this sermon. I, I'm so excited to share this. I don't know what to do. All right? So let's, let's get right into it. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for every heart that is here open to you. We pray that our minds align ourselves and focus on what you have to say to us today. Let us be open. Let us not harden our hearts. But let us receive what thus saith the Lord. Make us better. Make us stronger. Make us wiser. I guess all I'm saying is make us more like you. <laughs> make us more like you. Because I don't want to become stronger my way. I don't want to become better my way. I don't want to become wiser my way, but I want to become all those things your way. If that's your prayer as well, everybody say amen. amen. All right. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So today, we're still talking about the secret place. We're actually on part five, talking about the secret place. Look at your neighbor and say, shh, secret place. Okay, I don't really don't want y'all quiet at all, so I don't even know why I did that. But <laughs> we're talking about the, 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 the secret place. This is the place where you already know. So this is you already know, actually, part five. Tell your neighbor, you already know. Right, that's the sermon title today. You already know. You already know. And it's not a condemning message. It's actually an encouraging message. It's actually an inspiring message. It's actually an uplifting message. Y'all can bring the podium out right about here. Before we continue, can we give it up for the musicians and the singers, y'all, and Jovita and the praise team? Every week, are y'all quiet? Every week, man, eh? Thank you, guys. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. I love you all. Thank you so, 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 so much come in a building like this and get to hear music like that and it's every other day besides today people pay to be in the seats that you're in and I'm not saying you should pay I'm just saying let's be grateful for that that's a good that's a good thing amen that's the truth it's the truth are y'all good y'all tired y'all went and saw Lion King too late last night <laughs> we were talking we've been talking about the secret place for a couple of weeks now and I just kind of want to explain uh, kind of where I'm coming from. We, we started out by talking about the original sin in Genesis. We're talking about Adam and Eve. Why did they take that bite? There are several reasons. There are several speculations. Theologians talk about what they believe the whole time. Eve thought she wanted to be like God, and, and she, thought she, she, she thought she was missing out on a higher level of knowledge, so she bit it. And some people say that Adam could not take seeing his wife in darkness alone. I'm not saying it's true, but I like all the considerations. Like, he saw her in a dark, and like, oh, he loved her so much. Of course, some people will say that. He loved her so much that he, that he bit too. I don't know why they bit the apple. Sometimes I wish they didn't, because I wouldn't struggle with sin as much as I do. Well, I'm not preaching to y'all today. <laughs> y'all was like, oh, you do struggle, huh? I thought we all did. <laughs> they looked at me like, shame on you. But, yeah, yeah. So, I, I wish sometimes Adam just would have just, I wish he ate already. 
I wish he was like, Eve, I would, but I'm four. I, I, I can't. Charge them all. I wish Adam was full already, but, but he did bite the apple and, or, or the fruit, excuse me. He did bite the fruit, and because of that, sin entered into the world, right? Uh, now, they call this in, the, in theology uh, what happens to the mind after sin is called the noetic effects of sin. I know I say the same thing a lot. This is how we learn a lot. Because I don't think y'all take notes and study all week. If you do, praise the Lord. But if you don't, I'm going to say it again. Because I, I want to make sure we get it. Amen? It's called the noetic effects of sin. The effect that sin has on our minds. From the original sin to every sin we commit, it has a severe effect on our thinking. Mm, 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 mm. Let's say this, if you, if, you, if you do a sin that you know is wrong and you see no consequence or punishment, you will begin to think it's cool. That's part of the noetic effects of sin, giving you a wrong perspective. So you'll begin to call wrong right and right wrong only because there's no immediate punishment or consequence. But we don't understand the patience of God. We won't talk about it today. So, so, so the effect that sin has on our thinking is detrimental. It is severe. It has, from, from, from thousands of years ago, from Adam's bite to this day, can you imagine how dysfunctionally we've developed as a people? Can, can you imagine how off we've, we've, we've come from uh, the original tent of God fellowshipping with us every day? Adam talked to God every day, y'all. Not, not like we pray. I mean, he, he, he was so acquainted with God that he heard his footsteps walking in, in, in the garden. He knew how God moves. He knew how God sounded. Y'all, he, he had such a fellowship with God, and that was God's point. He wanted to be that close to us the whole time. But sin now puts a veil between us. It puts a curtain between us. It puts a blockage between us. Now we got to we, we, we believe where we should just know. See, 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 animals don't have a sin. Animals don't have sin. To, like animals just know. They don't have to believe because they don't have a sin blockage. Uh, okay, how can I say this? I hope, are y'all kind of getting what I'm saying? Yeah, so uh, the, the Bible says the ox knows his master and the ass knows his crib. Donkeys know where their master. Uh, uh, horses know where their help come from. Elephants know there is a God. Giraffes know God is real. But we have a problem because we got a view God through our flesh. Yeah. Now at best we are believers. That's how thick the skin of sin is. That at best we can't just know. At best, we believe strongly because of how heavy the coat of sin is. How heavy the coat of the flesh is. We should just know God is real, but now we got to believe God is real. That's how dark the tent of sin. I'm trying to paint a picture for y'all because it's not, it's not just a subtle, oh, Jesus died for my sins. No, sin jacked us up. And it jacks us up every day we repeat it. It makes the tent darker and darker and darker through your lenses. So now everything looks dark to you, but it's really not dark. You just got on sin lenses. Or flesh lenses. I'm not condemning anybody today. 
We just we got to go through so much just to believe that God is real, just to believe that he's able, just to believe that he really loves us, just to believe that by his stripes we're healed. We got to press through doctor's reports. We got to press through Google. We got to press through all this mess to know. That's right. Can I add it's the to noetic that? effect of sin. Can I add to it? Please. Um, you talked about in the beginning the forbidden fruit that we ate was the knowledge of good and, and evil, yeah. good and bad. Yeah. But the purpose of the fruit of the spirit is to destroy that forbidden fruit spirit that's in us. That's, that's why we got to pray to be filled with the spirit so that we won't fulfill the, the lust, lust of, of the, the flesh. flesh. And so that's why the fruits of the spirit is very important. And that's the only way you're going to know if you are filled with the spirit. That's good. Okay, so I wanted to say that that's why we have to meditate on the word day and night so that we won't be bound by our sinful nature. So start praying to be filled with the spirit and, and pray for the fruit of the spirit. Amen. That's all. <laughs> Amen. We're all born in sin. We're all born in sin now because of this. We're all like starting out on the wrong side. And it seems unfair, but I would rather start out in darkness and end in light. Kind of like how our days start at night, midnight. You, you understand what I'm saying? Our days start at midnight and then it gets, because it, it can only get brighter. That's what I'm saying, y'all. I thought it was unfair to be born in sin, but I like that better because it can only get better. It can only get brighter. I would hate to be born in God and get darker. You understand what I'm saying? Like Adam did. He was born in God, but he got darker. We're now born in darkness and going into the marvelous light. They say one of the best revealers of self, now that we're saved, one of the best revealers of self is options. Check me out, y'all. Please walk with me. One of the best revealers of self is options. If your friends or people you love have no options and you're just controlling, how could you be secure? You understand what I'm saying? You guys have options. You could have went to any church this morning. But I'm grateful to God that you're here because it revealed desire. I desire to be there. And it's proven because I have. I don't want to mess up in God. So sometimes I wish I didn't have options. Like God, make your way the only way. If I was God, it would be one way. That's it. Guess what? It still is one way. Jesus said, I am, y'all quiet for some. I am the way. So he's giving you the cheat sheet. He's giving you the cheat code. Which my man, Ayo, is he? There he is. He's giving you the cheat code. We've been talking about all that time. He told you what the answer is before you entered into the test. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? But we still have. We already know the answer. Don't get swayed by the questions if you know the answer. 
If you really know the answer in multiple choice, you don't even see A, B, D, E, F. C is the answer. Good God Almighty. When you really know the answer, you don't even see the other options. It's only C. Look at somebody say, it's only Christ. When you're really in love, you don't see other women. You don't see other men the same way because there's only one option for you. It's quiet. Let me be... <laughs> But I wish we had just one option. But God is not insecure. He know he, go ahead. Look at the prodigal son. It's a prodigal son, that's not even a real story. It's a parable that Jesus told to give us a picture of how the father is. Father, give me my, go ahead. And the prodigal son left for many years and the father was chilling like he'll be back. I'm too good for you not to come back. Can I get a witness in here? Anybody ever stray away and you got out there like, what am I doing out here? He's been too good. He, I got to calm down. God is not insecure. He know he's too good for you not to come back. You don't get people's hearts by being mean to them. You get people's fear, but you don't get their heart. He said it's his goodness that leads to repentance. If you want somebody's heart, be so good to them they can't resist it. Be so kind to them they can't shake you. Love them so good in the bad times that when they go through, they'll run right back. That's how you get somebody's heart. Goodness, kindness, love. Not where were you? Okay, really? That's what's up. Don't come back. That's... Now he's going to do what you say and come back and just be mad all the time. Because you don't have his heart. You just want to control his, his whereabouts. So what are the revealers of self? Y'all walking with me? It's going to be good. What are the most, re most obvious revealers of self is options. You know who you are by the things you choose, which is why God gives options. Okay? Because the options reveal our inclinations. And our inclinations lead us to our decisions. Let me say that again. God gives us options to see what we're inclined to choose. <laughs> and when you know your lean or inclination, then you decide. Mm -hmm. What Pastor Tay was saying was we need to fill our lives with more God options. When you get more of the word of God, you get more of his options. Y'all quiet. When you get more of the word, when you pray and when you read more, you get more God options. So that when you come to a test, it's not just all ratchet choices. I got some God choices too. Action ever, do you got God choices? Because it's hard to find a scripture in the middle of a storm. Or in the middle of a temptation. It's hard to, it's hard to, hold on, what, the, what does God say about that? Because she, she home by herself and she, ah, she done unbuttoned three buttons on her blouse. Where's the scripture at? It's kind of hard to find it in the moment. That's why it should be stored up. The Bible says, hide the word in your heart that you might not sin against him. 
I feel like running around the whole building. Look at your neighbor and say, store it up, store it up, store it up. You might not need this word today, but there's a time coming. I'm sorry. We got visitors. Behave. We got visitors. We got visitors. Sit down. Behave. Tell your neighbor, there's a time coming. Store it up. Read a scripture that doesn't apply to you today. Because tomorrow is going to be the exact thing you... Close your Bible and say, well, I didn't get nothing out of that today. Yes, that's the best reading. Because in your next season, you're going to need every letter. It's too late to try to look it up in the moment. I need God options along with them ratchet thoughts. Because if the only option I got is what hip-hop says... I'm in trouble. If the only option I got that come to my mind is what social media suggests, I'm in trouble. So when stuff hit me, whether temptation, struggle, or storms, I need somebody to say God options. Man, that's good. That's what it means to be filled with the spirit or filled with the word. I got options. Devil, you can't stick me with a temptation. I got options. Yeah, she cute. He handsome. But I got options. Yeah, it looks easy. But guess what? I got. I know what the doctor said, but I got. I know what my bills say, but I got. I know what my friends are saying, but I got. I'm not bound by anything because I got. I promise it's not me, it's the Oregon visitors, it's the Oregon. He makes me go old school. Somebody scream, I got options. That's the sentence of freedom. That's how you know you're free. That's how you know you're delivered. That's how you know I got options. You're not free unless you got options. You're not financially free unless you can eat here, here, go there, go, unless you got options. Y'all quiet? <laughs> so you need more God options in the moment, but you can't get it in the moment. You got to store it up. I'm about to walk off the stage. That's a word right there, boy. Store it up. I need y'all to have so many scriptures you don't need today. I need you to be able to quote so many scriptures that's almost irrelevant to you today. Because you never know when you're going to need it. So God seeks to, die, to change our natural inclinations, what we're inclined to do by renewing our mind. Right? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're not transformed by worshiping, and that's great. You're not transformed by praising him. That's great. Let everything have breath, right? But that don't transform you. It assists its resources, but the way you change is by renewing. You don't get transformed by being in the presence of God alone. There were a lot of people in Jesus' presence that didn't get changed. Y'all... How could you be in his presence and be the same? Because my thinking can block his miracle in my life. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm trying to help y'all. 
So God says, I want to renew your mind. I want to renew your mind. I want to fill your heart and your minds with my options so we will in turn be more inclined to choose his way. Theologians conclude that that which makes a person a person is intentionality. Oh, I'm about to take a turn. Here we go. That which makes a person a person, an individual, is intentions. Intention. This is going to be good. Y'all ready? Man's intention can vary. And it can be very scary if you don't know somebody's intention. That's why you date. And date. And date. Don't be so quick to jump in the bed because you need to see some intentions. Jumping in the bed is the easy part. Going through storms is the hard part. Intentions. Man's intentions can be very, 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 very scary and hard to trust. But the good thing about it is God has intentions too. Did y'all hear what I just said? <laughs> Thank you for that. I said God has intentions too. And because he loves us, he's not going to let man's intentions destroy you. He's going to reveal it before they hurt you. Y'all quiet. He's going to let you know before they betray you because he loves us. I'm so glad that God has an intention. An intention, watch this. I never thought I'd say that. I never thought I'd say watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Intention can only be found in the secret place. <laughs> Intentions can only be found in the secret place. People who are completely honest open the doors of their secret place. And you hear exactly what's on their heart and what their intent is. That's called honest and pure people. Everybody's not as honest. Everybody's not as pure. And that's fine in the beginning while you're learning each other. But after a while, I should earn some space in your secret place. So because of the hostility, the hostility of the noetic effect on sin, the Bible says, let's go to the first scripture. I'm ready to go. It says, even today, right, when Moses is writing, when, when they read Moses' writings, even today, talking about uh, Jews specifically, I believe, their hearts are covered with a veil, and they do not understand. When we indulge in sins continually and don't fill our hearts with this word in the presence of God and praying, like we said, that, like I said, there comes a veil over your over your eyes that you can't even understand not even just the things of God you just don't understand God is not the author of confusion there should be wisdom in everything you go through whether you understand or you know because we, we should have a certain level of understanding in everything we were involved in we should never just be confused but it says whenever someone turns to the Lord here we go the veil is taken away 
When you turn to God, he removes the veil. How can you turn to God blindly? What you mean when you turn to God, then the veil is taken away? It should be he'll remove the veil and then you turn to him. But he said, no, when you turn to me, I remove the veil because you already know. Oh, y'all quiet today. <laughs> you already know where to find me. You already know I'm real. You already know I'm good. You already know I got you. You already know your love. You, are, you act like you, you acting like you don't know. Tell your neighbor, act like you know. Then the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let's go here. This is what, this is what prompted me. This is the exact scripture that it prompted me to start the secret place. Next scripture. God is saying, Jesus is talking here. He said, don't be like the Pharisees. They, they got it all together. They praying all out. And, and Father God, we're asking this day that you... <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. He said, don't pray like them. Don't do that. They just want to make a scene. They just want to be seen. They don't really love me. They want the people to believe that they love me so they can keep capitalized on their money, their emotions and stuff like that. But they don't really love me. They praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Don't pray like them. Don't do things for God to be seen. Y'all, boy, did you hear what I just said? Don't do godly things or don't do good just to be seen. Just do it because it's good. Just do it because it's right. But you, when you pray, enter into your closet. Look at God. Look at Jesus. This is Jesus talking. And when you shut the door, pray to the Father which is in secret. Uh-oh. So if God sees my secret place, it's not from the outside. We think God is looking into our hearts. What if he's looking out from our hearts? <laughs> Let's do the other version because they're getting quiet. Let me, let me make sure they get it. The next version says this. Same scripture. Next version. Survey says. But when you pray, go to your room, shut the door, and pray to your father who is present in the secret place. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We done took a turn now. So God is in the secret place. Whoa. So let's talk about this, y'all. We say God knows my heart. We think it's like Superman x-ray vision in two. Nah. A lot of bitterness in here. Man, lots of lots a lot going on in here. He's in the God can never misunderstand you. He's in your intentions. He's in the place where you converse about your decision. You think you're talking to yourself. He in there looking at the conversation like. I got, I got something to say. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, you could just, you could just leave. You could leave. Okay, I'm just trying to help you. So. 
You're never talking to yourself by yourself. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. All of your thoughts are in the presence of the Father. You cannot hide. So why pray a phony prayer? He know you being phony. Like, just say what you really mean. I'm in here already. Somebody scream the secret place. This is the place we want God not to know. Because we think this is the space where everything that will disqualify us lives. This is the place where everything God don't like is in. The, my considerations. My, two in the, my 2 30 in the morning thoughts. Y'all quiet. I don't want God to know that. He in there. God don't sleep. You tired at 2.30. He like, don't do it. Chill. Just go to bed. I got you. Don't do it. Look at your neighbor and say, he in there. I feel the Holy Ghost. He's in there at 3.15 in the morning. He's in there when you feel like strangling somebody. He's in there when you feel like slapping somebody. He's in there. That's the secret to the secret place. It's not a secret to everybody. It's only a secret to most, but it's not a secret to God. It's God. He's in there. You don't have to be ashamed when you come to God. I'm so embarrassed. How? He know. <laughs> He know who you turned down. He knows the options you didn't take. The Bible says he knows your thoughts. Are he knows it afar off. You can never be embarrassed in front of God. <laughs> Let us simmer for a second. That's good. This should be freeing you. You're not serving a God you're trying to please. You're already accepted. You're already loved. With the crazy thoughts, you're already loved. With the lustful thoughts, you're already loved. With the, are y'all quiet? You're not trying to impress him with your thoughts. Just choose him with your acts. He's in there giving you his options. And we're ignoring him. The Bible says you suppress the truth you know because you want to be evil so bad or wicked. Nobody likes evil and wicked. Let's just say you want to please yourselves. I want to do this so badly. I don't think Eve was thinking wicked or evil. She was like, this looks so good. I'm about to tear this up. She just wanted to be pleased. So the enemy attacks you with pleasures. But God is in you trying to give you his option. Like, nah, no, yeah, do that. How about that? Just pray. And you're like, pray? <laughs> Yo, so, pray? Now God's voice become more and more muted. But he's in you the whole time. Go to the next scripture because I, I got I to prove my point. We'll break it down a little bit. For it is God which worketh, worketh, worketh. E-T-H means what? Continually, God is continually in you. Worketh where? What's the next two words? Worketh. 
worketh in you. Everybody say in you. Say it again, in you. Look at your neighbor and say, in you. God is working in you. In. He's giving you the will and to do of his good pleasure. He's giving you the desire to do it and the strength to do it. But the Bible says it's God in you. He's not outside like a puppet giving you strength. And you're like, hey, hallelujah, glory. Huh, he's control No, he's in you saying, lift your hands and give me glory. Open your mouth and say hallelujah. I deserve a thank you. Don't you think? Say thank you, Jesus. He's in you trying to please himself through you. Will you listen or will you continue to ignore? I'm about to. He's in you. Saying, you know you can love a little bit more. You can be a little bit nicer. You ain't got to treat her like that. You know you can say something else too. He's in you trying to please himself. Because we know there's no good thing in our flesh. We can't please God on our own. We tried that. We can't even please ourselves on our own. So God was like, let me teach you how to please me. Be nice to me. And I'm, oh, here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? Wait, 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 wait. Now you're too fast. It's God that's working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He's in you, giving you God options. And you know what we say after we mess up? Something told me I should. Yeah, I like how we feel. That's so true. He's right. Hey, that's true because I just did that last night. When we... You know it's true because you already know. Come on, man. After we mess up, after it's dysfunctional, after you've been in a relationship six years and you know he ain't nothing, you like something told me when I first met him that I shouldn't have. Y'all quiet now. And then two years in, something told me at our two-year anniversary that he wasn't about nothing. Something. And then three years in, you're like, something told me she was crazy. Something told me she, she was lazy. Something told me. You already know. Stop saying something. Stop saying something. It ain't something. It ain't the universe. It's God. And I'm trying to encourage you and let you know you got God. Tell somebody you got God. I don't care how ratchet you think you are. I don't care how crazy you grew up. You got God. Encourage yourself and say, I got God. I don't do everything right. I don't think all the right things. But I got him. I got him. I got him. Somebody scream, I got him! I got him. I got him. I'm trying to encourage y'all. You don't need a preacher. God is in you preaching. You don't need a pastor. God is in you leading you. You don't need a prophet. God is in you speaking. You already know. I feel God. I'm... Be strengthened. Be empowered. Be encouraged. Be inspired. The God you're going after is already in you. Let me end this. Everybody should be driving home smiling today. Like, I got God. I thought I had to do two Hail Marys and drink holy water. But I already got him on the 
inside. And all I got to do is deny my flesh so I can hear him more. Somebody say, I got him. Let me calm down. We got visitors. But one more time, live with your crazy self. Scream, I got him. 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 Everybody should be excited. Everybody should be happy. Everybody should be celebrating. I don't care how you feel. You got them. I don't care what you did last night. You got them. If you're glad you got them, praise them like you do. Yeah! Yeah! Act like you got them. No matter how ratchet we've been. I got him on the inside. Said, I got him on the inside. No, 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 got him on the inside. Sit down, y'all rushing me. <laughs> you got him, homie. You got him, sis. You got him, my friend. You got him, my sis. You got him, bro. Now I gotta renew my mind. I gotta read more, I gotta pray more so I can cultivate the voice I already got. God knows how to communicate with everything he created. This is about to be so good in a minute. I'm gonna end it soon, but I got so much more to go. I don't want to give you too many new thoughts. God knows how to communicate with every created thing. A language barrier for us is not a language barrier for the God who's in every secret place. Oh, this is so good. He can speak to water and be like, chill. I'm sorry. Peace, be still. 2019, Jesus would be like, yo, chill for a minute. We're trying to sleep. Imagine a hurricane in Orlando. You go outside like, halt! And it stops. Your storm's got ears. Y'all quiet. <laughs> that God knows how to speak to. He told the waters, I need my children to pass through. I need a little detour. Moses, stretch forth your rod. And when you do waters on the left, I need you to go ahead and stand up. To the right, I need you to go ahead and stand up. So my people, so my people, so my people can come through on dry land. Aren't you glad that God knows how to speak to storms, how to speak to problems? Aren't you glad? I, 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 he knows how to speak to everything he created. He spoke to an ass 
and said, open your mouth, talk to the prophet. The donkey is gone. He keep hitting him. Keep hitting him. Then the donkey said, why do you keep hitting me? The horse turned into Mr. Ed. The horse turned into Lion King. And the voice of Beyonce came out the donkey. I'm just kidding. I love you, B. A voice came out of the horse, the donkey, and said, look, God is trying to protect. God told the donkey to speak. He, he knows how to communicate with things we don't know how to communicate with. The Bible says when he cursed the fig tree, the Bible says he came and saw the tree, and it says he answered the tree saying, What, what bus we on? The small one or the big? I, I can speak to both. I just want he came, to. He came to the tree. The Bible says he answered the tree. Tell your neighbor, the tree said something. Yeah. No disciple heard anything. Nobody around heard anything. But God knows how to communicate. Trees have a secret place. He speaks to whales. Open up. My, my prophet is coming in there. They about to throw him off the boat. Open up, up, up mouth. Open up, mouth. Open up, mouth. He spoke to the whale and Jonah swam right inside. And God said, all right, swallow him. Don't bite him. Don't bite him. Put him on the left side of your tongue. Yeah, just, just hold him there for a minute. Hold him there. When his time was up. Thank you, Chris. He told him to spit him out, and he told him where to spit him out. He spit him out on dry land, right in the same direction as where he should have been going. Y'all missed it, y'all. Because you know Jonah tried to run in the opposite direction. He got swallowed up and got spat back on the right. Anybody got spat back? <laughs> you tried to run from God, but he had a situation swallow you up and spat you back. Aren't you glad you got spat back? If you glad you got spit back, say yeah! Y'all crazy. I don't know no church that's going to scream about getting spit back. I love y'all. He spat me back. He spat me back in the line of my destiny. I got spit right back on course. It wasn't a pretty landing, but it was the right landing. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it, but I'm glad I'm on the right path now. If you glad you're on the right path, scream at me. I'm back on the right path. I'm back in line with my destiny. I'm back in alignment with my future. I'm back in the whole time. Here we go. Here we go. God knows. Watch this. He spat me back. We're going to open it up a little more next week. This is our last week on it. <laughs> he spat me back. <sighs> spat me back right on track. God knows 
how to communicate to the blind. He knows how to communicate to the deaf. He knows how to communicate with the mentally challenged. He knows how to communicate to those suffering with Down syndrome and MS. No living thing is beyond his communicative reach. If you are alive, you can hear me. Whether you listen or not is up to you. But if you got breath, if you're an ant, a roach, a butterfly, I tell you, it's time to get in that cocoon. I tell you, wait, 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 wait. I tell you, it's time to spread your wings. Soon as you come out that cocoon, I tell you how to fly. Flap that. Flap it. God speaks to everything alive. He said, if you don't praise me, the rocks. Y'all quiet. The rocks will cry out. He knows how to speak to people who've never been to church. Oh, I'm about to help you. He knows how to speak to people who never heard about him. He knows how to lead you to him if nobody else in the world existed. Yeah. God, this is, this is why there is, and I'm not staying on this point. I'm, I'm ending it, actually. This is why hell exists. How could God send you to hell? He's not mad. I've been talking to you. Y'all, see y'all? We're not the judge. We don't know everybody's secret place. But somebody does. And he's the judge. How could you take a baby, a baby, died in a car, a baby? God got it. We don't want to experience that. We hate it. Some crimes are hate. I mean, stuff is, the, the stuff we experience, especially in Western civilization in this world today, is horrible. Sudden deaths or things like that, whatever. But God got it. He knows he, nothing is unfair. He knows how to communicate with everything breathing, whether we do or not. If your loved one is in a coma and can't talk to you, that don't mean God can't. Y'all, stop putting your limits on an unlimited God. I'll speak to your conscience. I'll speak to your nerves. I'll speak to your bones. And your bones will come back to life. Ezekiel. God can speak to bones. I thought Liv would get a little crazy on that. I said God can speak to bones. And he'll tell the dry bones to live. Let me let y'all go. scripture that could help. It says before everybody else meets you at birth. Your parents need to do a gender reveal but he knew you before Determine how tall 
you was going to be. Before I determine the color of your eyes, before I determine how big your ears are going to be, how big your nose is going to be, how big or thin your lips is going to be, before I determine your teeth size, which he gave me extra large, <laughs> Y'all wasn't supposed to laugh that hard. I'm in my zone right now. Before I determine all of those boundaries, I knew you. And I determined your goings. I set you apart. I appointed you a prophet. Before you had a physical body, you had a purpose. And from birth to whatever age you are now, he's in you whispering his will. I got a plan for you. I'm whispering my plans to you. You ignored me all through elementary. You ignored me all through high school. You ignored me all through college. Can you listen to me now before you destroy your business, before you destroy your marriage, before you destroy your future? Can you hear me now? child know to sneak and lie they must know right or wrong because somebody in them whispering they have to hear a don't do it to sneak who's saying don't do it yeah, not just the parents instruction because instruction does not uh, induce obedience otherwise we'll all obey every instruction we get there's a conference meeting in the secret place after you get your instruction and y'all talk about if you're going to obey, how you're going to obey. There's a conversation even as a little child. Where is God not? Oh, this is good. He's is all and in all, the Bible says. We're going to talk about it next week. If I make my bed in heaven, you're there. If I, no, if I ascend to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. Wait, God, God is in hell. God ain't in hell. He ain't in that. That's evil. That's what, no, hell is, that's his wrath. Hell is God's bad side. Hell is what happens when God is mad. God ain't afraid of hell. It's an expression of him. Oh, this is not, not going to go well if y'all don't receive this. When a parent puts their kid on punishment, they don't enjoy it. But they're not scared of it. It's part of my ways. Because I've been telling you the whole time, get home at midnight, get home at midnight, get home at midnight, get home at midnight. After 30 years, I got the right to put you on punishment or not. And I know hell is more than a punishment like for a week. You know what I'm saying? That's like an internal. But that's why he reserves the right to send people wherever for eternity. Because he's been speaking 
in us our whole existence. You already know. You know when you're being nice, nasty, and a person just thinks you're so nice. He, go back, go back, go back, go back to scripture. And I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Go back, uh, go back one more. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'll just stop that. The father is in the secret place. But it says, your father who sees what you do in the secret place will what? God rewards the secret place, not the public performance. It's quiet. You think you're doing all these good things, but God knows what you really mean. So you're doing all these good outward things, but you're not reaping the good back because God rewards the secret place. I've been trying to say for months and years, hey, y'all, when you give an offering, don't be like, I could give 20, but I'm going to go ahead and give six. You will be rewarded not just for the six, but for the attitude of the six. Jesus stood over the offering to see how the people gave, the Bible said. To see how, not how much. Y'all, Deacon Jesus <laughs> stood over the offering plate during the offering song to see the secret place. I'm not trying to get more money out of you. I'm saying God knows you, what you really can do and what you choose to do. And you are rewarded based on that. So don't think your finances aren't coming up. I gave $6, but if you could have gave 20 God will bless you with that $14 difference. He sees. We learned this. I was like, oh, okay, my offer is going to be true then. You True. My words, I want to be true. My actions, I want to be true. Sometimes I'm up here and I fall out. I'm like, Ty, you're doing too much. But it's, it's me. I, it's true. I'll grow up. I'll mature. My knees will start hurting at some age. But right now, I like having a good time. Why should the word be sad and boring? No, let's have a great time today. We're getting the word of life. This is good. Let me let y'all go. I just want to take this turn this week. So when we come back, we're just going... Oh, we're going to see so, y'all want to, can I give y'all one example? Y'all good? Yeah. Uh, start asking the Lord what you should give an offering in your secret place. Start asking the Lord. We have a lot of needs coming up that we'll probably be asking in the near future, but we never put pressure on people financially. But I, I want you to start asking the Lord what you should give because you reap what you sow. And I want you all to start reaping bigger. It ain't just about money. I mean, give a smile. Give, give a car wash to somebody. Wash somebody's hair for free. Take your girlfriend's hair out. I don't know. <laughs> and then cut, cut the stitch. Don't cut my real hair. <laughs> is that me or is it? <laughs> Make sure it's a thread. I've been married too long, y'all. Forgive me. 
<laughs> That's my real hair. <laughs> well, get the stocking cap next time, man. Okay, anyway, stop, stop. We're in church. Come on, we're in church. Stop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so whatever you need to give more of so you can reap better, do it anywhere in life. But today you have an opportunity to give in church financially. So I want you to ask the Lord what you should give. Because it should be significantly different now that you know he in there. He sees your conversation with you. He does not just see your decision. He sees your contemplation. Ain't this good? Let me give you an example of the secret place. This is going to be good. I'm going to let y'all go home. Where are we at? God says to Abram, you're going to have a child. I know you're 100. I know your wife is 99 years old. But get ready for the miracle of the Old Testament. I'm going to give you guys a child, right? Watch this. Therefore, Sarah laughed where? Please read this. I'm done after this, y'all, but it's going to be good. Sarah laughed where? Within herself, saying, after I'm old, now I'm going to have pleasure? And my Lord Abraham, he's old too. And the Lord said to Abraham, after his wife laughed in her secret place, he said to Abraham, <laughs> he, said to, he said to him, why did Sarah laugh? Saying, this is what she said, shall I have a surety bear a child which I'm old? Now, the, this, I want to paint the picture for y'all. They're outside eating with God, right? Sarah done made them something to eat. God is eating. It, 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 it's crazy. I, hope I, could paint, I wish I could paint the picture up here one day and make it real theatrical. It wasn't loud. She wasn't like... <laughs> You know how you accidentally get a snorkel out like, <laughs> like it wasn't one of those. It was a, man, ain't no way we're going to have a kid. You're going to have a kid. I'm too loud because I want y'all to actually hear the secret place. So it wasn't like she said anything audible, but God answered. Because he's in the contemplation place. Y'all, he knows when you doubt him. He knows when you fight to believe him. That's why he rewards you when you walk by faith and not by sight. Because he knows what you fought through to believe him. Hallelujah. Let me let y'all go home. Shall I bear a child when I'm old? He said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? At the appoint, he said it again, at the appointed time, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, oh, no, I, I didn't laugh. Like, how you hear that? How you know that? She tried to be slick, like, oh, no, I ain't laugh. And, and, and he said, nay, but thou this. This is what I was saying in 2019. Nah, you did. That's what God said. Nah, you did. It's cool. But Old Testament is nay, but thou didst. 2019, yes, you did. Chill. I got it. I heard you. He responds to what you don't even say. He's in the place of your intent. 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 Intention. I'm going to bless you. Man, how are you going to bless me? Hey. 
it's okay to contemplate. I'm not telling you not to. You have to. One guy said, I believe, but help my unbelief. On one end, I know you can do it. On the other end, I'm like, how are you going to do it? So help my how you going to do it side. I'm not telling you not to have a discussion. I'm just telling you you're not alone. The boss is in the boardroom with you. And he is God. He is Elohim. He is Jehovah. He's the self-existing one. He's in your secret place. So this morning, as you deal with your family and your loved ones, know that somebody's sitting in your secret place. He sees, I'm, I got to stop because we're going to keep. He sees what you put on the throne besides him. Your relationship, your boo, your girlfriend, you don't even pray no more. God is sitting on the side of the throne. He should be on like, this is crazy. She'll be back. He'll be back. Oh, God, I need you. Oh, you need me? Okay, I'll get back on the throne. Listen, change this, 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 this. I'm trying to paint the picture, y'all. It's in there. When you deal with your family, when you deal with your loved ones, you can give them a you that they're comfortable with. That's, I mean, that's fine. You want to keep playing the game. And some of it is protection. I don't want y'all being 100% pure and honest with everybody. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, your breath stinks. How are you? I'm sorry. That was my secret place, but I'm trying to be honest. No, don't, don't be. <laughs> your breath always stinks every Tuesday. I don't know what it is, but maybe it's Taco Tuesday, but I love you. No, don't be that. Don't let everybody in the secret place. <laughs> I'm saying be honest with God and yourself. And let him tell you how to present yourself. Let him tell you what's wise to say. Let him tell you who and what to choose. Because he's in there. He see you battling. He ain't scared of the battle. He know he already won. I don't mind you fighting over what you believe or not. But just understand you're not contemplating alone. And I'm not trying to bring a judgmental side to it. I'm bringing an encouragement side. Like, you mean I got him on the inside? Yes, and we're going to talk about how he draws you to Christ. Because no man comes to Jesus unless the Father draws. So he's in you like, come on, come on, believe in Jesus, because I need to handle this sin issue so we can be good. Don't fight him no more. He's whispering. The more you deny yourself, he'll speak. And the more you deny yourself, he'll scream. And the more you deny yourself, he'll be like the only option. It's not so much more of God, it's really less of us. Let me let y'all go. I could talk all day. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I could, I could talk all day about this. I've been waiting to take this turn since January. Just to let you all know he's in there. Be encouraged. How old are you, homie? Yeah. 18. You got him. To what degree you listen or know him, it's cool. You don't have to know him like Isaiah the prophet. But leave here encouraged like, yo, I got God. He's in me trying to, he's in me trying to help me please him. Oh, snap. What I got to do, God? You got him, homie. 18, 8, 
Amen. Eight months, 80, you got them. Go ahead, love. You about to say something? I was just going to say, please, not too much walking right now. The service isn't over. Yeah. We have a, a little ways to go. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to raise our offering, and I just want to pray for everybody. <sighs> what an awesome God that will not have any created being in earth without him. He breathed into man the breath of life. What's the breath of life? I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is the life that's in us, empowering us to live. We're going to explain it more. We're going to break it down a little more as the weeks progress. But I wanted to leave that with you all today. You got him. That's how you already know. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your presence on the inside of everyone alive. Everything alive hears you. Everything alive you communicate with. To what degree we hear you is based on our sacrifice and our, our boardroom conversations in our secret place. Let us listen to the boss a little bit more in the boardroom. The flesh got a big mouth in every boardroom meeting. Lust got a big mouth every boardroom meeting. Selfishness is the loudest one at the table. But God, you're at the head of the table. Today we make you the boss. You get the throne back in the secret place. You the boss. When I contemplate, when I think in myself whether to obey or not, let me hear the boss more so my life can be better. I'm not going to come here and hear about you on the outside but not listen to you on the inside. Today I make an executive decision to make you the boss and the CEO of my life. Let us choose you more, hear you more, and deny ourselves more. Not so we can live a pitiful life, but we can have life more abundantly. We'll have access to all heavenly things. In Jesus' name. If that's your desire, and if you want to make God the boss of the boardroom of your secret place in your life, today, if you're going to make him the head and the boss, clap your hands and say, you are Lord. Oh, I like that. Everybody clapping. That's a good church. Oh, that's a good church. Clap your hands and say, Jesus, you are Lord. Say it one more time. I need to hear y'all. Jesus, you are Lord. Now give him praise. Give him praise. He's the boss. He's the boss. He's in the boardroom of the secret place. And he's in control. Yeah. All right. If you're not saved today, He's been speaking to you the whole time. Turn your life over. Just give up the control. Give up the control. Let me be the head. I believe you already said that. If you said that for the first time ever, welcome to the family. Period. Welcome to the family. That's right. We can clap it up for everybody. Welcome to the family. And if you believe in your secret place that a change has happened and a realization has illuminated you, and you want to start walking it out? Like we said, the first Tuesday in August, we want to help you develop 
your conversation in your secret place with God. Liv, I love you so much. I pray that you go home with a new realization and revelation that he really knows all. He don't just know what I pray. He don't just know the things I tell him. He knows it all. And you can trust him because he knows the secret place of your loved ones too. And when you honor him with your life, he'll move in the hearts of people that need to give you favor. Get on God's good side and your husband will start acting right because he knows his secret place. Y'all quiet. Right. Get on God's good side and he'll get in your wife's secret place and be like, stop doing that and go ahead and make that man a sandwich. Great Poupon, not mustard, Great Poupon. God will get in their secret place and lean them in your favor. Ha! Woo, this is good. I got to go. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Be strengthened. Be empowered. May you never be the same. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.